Thanks for listening in. I've got my two good mates, Ashray and Shashank, with me today, and we're raising money for mental health research through the Mullets for Mental Health fundraiser by the Black Dog Institute. So if you've always wanted a mullet, you now have the perfect excuse, and you can raise money while growing one out as well. And if not, feel free to donate to our team. Uh, it's a great cause, and there are many reasons why you should donate as well. So approximately 20% of Victorians will experience mental illness in any given year. That's about 1.1 million people in just Victoria, and there's another 1.5 million people at risk or showing early signs. So most people at some point in their lives are going to suffer, and it's really sad to see the stigma surrounding mental health, especially in young men, which results in people bottling up their emotions and not seeking any help, and it can have the worst consequences. Mental illness is also one of the biggest reasons why lives are cut short. Self-inflicted injuries and mental illness combined are more deadly than cancer in Australia. This doesn't include other conditions that mental illness also leads to, such as alcohol and drug use, and on average it decreases about 10 to 16 years of a person's lifespan. In young people, these numbers are especially worrying and concerning, and suicide has been steadily rising since 2010. And now with COVID and the impacts of lockdown in Victoria, people losing their jobs as well means there needs to be a greater focus on mental well-being. So hopefully uh, this convinces people to donate towards research and tune in to our podcast as well. So I guess I thought we'd record a little podcast with our journey um, to raise awareness for the fundraiser and create a platform to explore the, the world of mental health and research. And I guess what is the on the cutting edge at the moment of mental health research, as well as what are some evidence-based practices that you could apply in your own life to promote your own well-being as well. And we're hoping it can be an open and casual conversation about all things mental health and reduce the stigma surrounding these types of conversations as well. And hopefully that makes people more comfortable to voice the problems they're going through in life. Today we'll be talking about our own experiences during the lockdown here in Victoria and some of the things we've done to cope. Sorry for the long-winded introduction there, boys, but I'd love to hear your thoughts, thoughts Ashray, and on what motivated you to join this campaign. Yeah, it's a similar scenario to Anesh. I just think that uh, we should all play our part in trying to just uh, drive a change in, in the mental health space. Um, a lot of people that do have mental health issues or have symptoms of mental health issues don't really see, seek anyone. Um, and I think we should be doing what we all, all can to really drive that change. Um, I think the Black Dog Institute with the website uh, and the, the program they're running that Nesh mentioned, the Miles for Mental Health, um, they really have a lot of resources up there that we can all use to um, understand how to identify anybody that has symptoms uh, from any mental health disorders. Um, and we'll provide a link in the description um, below. But Shaz, why were you taking part in the program? Yeah, I think just to echo what you guys said as well, um, especially doing everything that's going on in the current environment out there, um, I think it also kind of shines a light on, you know, if you examine your, uh, like every, everyone's like personal lives as well. I think I realized that I probably took um, my support networks for granted when, like when we weren't, uh, when we weren't um, experiencing COVID. And I think now that, you know, we have uh, such tight restrictions on social, um, you know, meeting your friends, having a chat with them. I think now it's, that issue becomes exacerbated. Um, and I know I'm personally feeling the effects of like, you know, not having um, some time to spend with you guys and 
um, as much as we try to catch up online, like it's it's not the same. So I think all the spotlight on the mental health issues um, and I guess creating an environment where people can speak more openly about it is really important. Definitely. Do you guys feel like it is, I guess, hard to to talk about this openly and that there is a lot of stigma surrounding it? Yeah, I definitely think so. I think being raised in like a, in a, an Indian family, um, it, there isn't really an opportunity to speak to your parents or your family about these issues. Um, it's not something that's really openly spoken about in our culture. Um, but it, it's good to have friends that are kind of involved uh, in the mental health space. And it, it makes me feel a bit more um, relaxed knowing that there is someone out there that I can speak to, but it's not, not everybody has that person. So I think um, just seeking someone um, is always a good start, but it is, there is that stigma around it all the time. Um, but yeah, I think we all have to do our part in trying to remove that stigma. For me, um, being at home all the time now because of the virus uh, definitely has uh, left me more alone with my thoughts. Um, and just uh, being around family is something that uh, is something that's constant now. Like before, we'd be out and about all the time or at uni or at work. And now that we're at home more, um, I've kind of learned to value the importance of having solid relationships at home and never having that tension. Um, and it, it really has given me a bit of perspective in um, knowing that having healthy relationships is what's going to give me like a healthy mental, uh, like be, be mentally healthy at the end of the day. So um, I think that's something that everybody should focus on just working on the relationships at home. And uh, that's really been quite beneficial for me. Yeah, 100%. And you can't, I guess, overemphasize the impact of just asking someone as well and, and taking away that stigma and just asking someone, I guess, how are you today? Or like, you know, how has your mental health been recently? And um, I hope that, I guess, because people are realising that COVID's having that impact, people are less afraid to ask those types of questions. And um, it's it's more of an open conversation around, around mental health. So I guess, what have you guys um, what's the biggest effect do you think that lockdown itself has had on you guys and what's, what have you tried and done to overcome it? Um, yeah, I think, I think what I was saying before is about like, you know, not being able to, um, whether that be your best mates or someone else in your life, like not being able to see them uh, physically. And I guess it really shines light on how we probably took all that time for granted when we didn't um, have this COVID environment. And I think, when that when that gets taken away from you, like now you kind of realize the importance of that, and I guess to substitute um, that best as we can, like we've been, I know with us with us three, like we've been catching up on Zoom and stuff, um, and even just trying to keep that, you know, whether that be through chats um, or calls, like trying to keep that communication channel open. Um, and I know it probably hasn't been as um, possible with other like social groups um, and my other friends. And I think, yeah, I think as what, as what Ashley was saying, it does um, mean that you do spend a lot more time alone with your thoughts. Um, but I guess I've been, what I've been trying to do is like trying to use that time constructively. Um, and when I'm alone with my thoughts, like whether trying to like, um, I guess, examine them and through forms of like meditation or just like reflection and, um, you know, like, like how grateful um, I am for even even though that like Corona has such a has had such a big impact on my life like how grateful I am for everything that is still um, that is still like really positive in my life. Yeah, I think something 
that I probably took advantage of uh, was the opportunity to be outside and have like some sort of physical activity in my day to day life. Um, like I haven't really been able to go out and play, kick the ball around or uh, throw the cricket ball around or anything like that. So just getting out of the house for exercise um, has been something that's been quite different. I would uh, I was I started riding a bike again recently, which has um, been uh, quite good. I'm lucky to have Lissafield Lake so close, so I can go out and be be with nature and um, just kind of find my peace there. Um, but I, I definitely um, have seen the negative side of. Uh, the negative impacts of Corona um, on my like physical health as well, not only my mental health. Yeah. For me, like I've struggled to like just get out of bed some days and you're just like, why, why, why should I even get out of bed? Like, Oh yeah, there's no point. There's nothing to do. And uh, it's really easy to get stuck in that mindset. And, um, and then I think also can create a cycle where you just hate yourself for it. And then, yeah, you just, it's, it's, it's not good at all. And yeah, that loneliness factor as well. Like it's it's hard not to feel alone, but um, I think it's also important to realize that we're we're all in, in in the same boat, and a lot of people are feeling this way. And it's not it's not something you should be ashamed of for feeling feeling a certain way. And I think yeah, you, you're not lazy if you, if you can't get out of bed in the morning. It's 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 not something you can help. It's just I guess you, the, your your brain chemistry at that moment in that in that morning as well. So. I think it's really important not to get too down yourself about things like that and be forgiving as well. Um, so yeah, for me, like I've used mindfulness practices. Um, I think I've really had to up the amount I'm doing it as well to, to feel more at, at peace during, during lockdown. Um, so before I used to do it maybe once a day, once a couple of days, and now it's more like once or twice a day. And then also uh, gratitude practice and really just sitting down reflecting and thinking about what I am grateful for. Um, and although, yeah, we are in the middle of the lockdown and yeah, our movement is, is really restricted. I'm still really grateful for the fact that I'm, I'm safe. I'm pretty healthy. My friends are really healthy and well and my family as well. So um, that's something that I'm extremely grateful for. And I know there's a lot of people around the world that aren't in the same position and they'd kill to be, in the position I'm in. So that's something that I think is really important that I've tried to remind myself of repeatedly. Yeah. Even um, with the, 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 what you were just mentioning about getting out of bed and the struggle to get out of bed, I think just having that like uh, a degree of routine um, and maybe incorporating that uh, mindfulness meditation practice into your routine in the morning. Um, I found that's kind of helped me get out of bed and um, just uh, have something to look forward to in the morning. Um, which has been quite good. And I thank you for getting, getting me into mindfulness at the end of the day. Um, and it has really helped me kind of uh, develop a different kind of relationship with my thoughts um, and be able to identify both positive and negative thoughts and uh, act differently after getting those thoughts. So uh, mindfulness has also been quite a big thing for me um, over the past three to four months that we've been in lockdown. Yeah, I think like um, extending on to what you're saying about being grateful for well, we have, I know like us three, we probably, we like, we did have like a lot of plans um, taken away from us due to the lockdown situation uh, and the wider coronavirus situation as well. So I know definitely there's still times um, all the time when I'm still like, so, um, so sad and like, just like questioning, like, oh, like why, why did everything have to, have to happen now? Um, and I think what really um, 
keeps me grounded when I do have those thoughts is like looking on the other side of things like yeah we like yeah we missed out on some opportunities but like at the end of the day that the fact that like we're still healthy um our family's healthy like a lot of us still have jobs um and yeah I think looking on the positive side of things really helps with that yeah I really love that perspective shift and I try to remind myself as well there's things I can control and can't control and and worrying about things I can't control just doesn't make any sense and it's just adding on to the suffering as well. So that's been really helpful for me. So for the two people that have probably made it this far, thanks for listening. Uh, that might actually be an overestimation. And yeah, if you want to join or donate, we'll leave a link for you down there. And let us know if there are any specific topics you're interested in or want us to cover. Yeah, so thanks, Ashray and Chaz, for for jumping on. And thanks for listening as well, guys. Thanks for having us on, Anish. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.